Welcome to another Overpowered Podcast, Geeks of the Machine Edition. I'm your host, Adelaide, and today co-hosting we have Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, Adelaide. Hi, listeners. Uh, today we're discussing Supernatural Season 14, Episode 16, Don't Go Into the Woods. So, as usual, what did you think before we really get into it? Oh, the thoughts that I had. <laughs> <laughs> the, the really short list. Um, I think most of my thoughts come towards the end of this episode. Uh... I think I texted you at some point, like, I feel so bad for Jack. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, honestly. I, I, I feel like I can elaborate more as we get into this episode, but overall. Like, did you enjoy it? Was it was it ripping your I hair out know. in agony? Or? Like, and that's the thing. I don't know whether or not I liked it, because I've had so many bad episodes. I'm just like, do I like you? Or is it just, like... Like you, we were having a conversation. Like you, were like this is so good, and I was like, "Is it good, or are we just used to them doing bad?" Did I say good? I think I said something like, "This is better than what it has been for the last three episodes." Like I think you said five, but <laughs> yeah, five. Well, still. But I think that's the thing. I think we're just used to bad, and I don't know if it's necessarily good or if it's the last, the last just episodes better so than terrible. it was. Uh, I will say that, like, as you mentioned, we were talking while I was watching it, and I I don't know if it's that it was, like, it feels like it was kind of a return to the typical supernatural style where they have two different semi-related plots interwoven and told side by side, which they've had for a long time, and I think they skipped that, at least since um, uh, the 300th episode Lebanon. They haven't been doing that for a while, and it's kind of nice to have that back, in a way. It, it, I know it's a filler, but it's almost nice to get back to a filler that is the normal pattern. No? Don't care? See, I don't know, because it's technically the normal pattern, but at the same token, I don't know if I want... Like, it gives you plot. It adds to the story as a whole, and it made you and I liars, because we said we were never going to see those children again. I don't think I'm going to maintain they didn't do that on purpose. I'm going to maintain that, that was like, hey, cool, we still have these kids, let's use them. Like, I, I don't think they were like, oh, yeah, this this was planned from the beginning. I really don't. So, in that sense, it made us liars. I don't know. I'm going to stick to my guns on this one. I mean, either way, we saw them again. <laughs> All right, fine. Whatever. We saw them. They weren't important still. I mean, technically, they were. Okay, well, I did not like them. As you can tell by my notes, as I call them the teeny bopper trio, I, no, every, every moment with them was agony. You know what? Fine. We'll start with Jack's side of the story. His was last on my list, but we're going to jump all the way down to the bottom. Well, his was also the best, so. Yeah, his was more entertaining. The other ones were just there. Um, It was terrible, but at least it had, like, purpose, where Sam and Dean were just existing. Um, All right. So, skipping over the Sam and Dean portion entirely, uh, Sam and Dean leave, well, sort of, uh, Sam and Dean leave and make Jack babysit the bunker. They send him out on a shopping, uh, l- with a shopping list, and as he's going out shopping, he finds the, he finds the trio from the first half of the episode of Lebanon, uh, Max, Stacy, and Elliot, um, and they have, I guess, a charmingly awkward conversation outside the store. I was not sold on this, um, and... Jack says, uh, do you remember this conversation? I know it was supposed to be cute, but I was just in agony watching these three. 
The only part of the conversation I remember is her asking for ID and Jack saying, I'm two. No, not yet. Two. Not yet. That's later, but all right, fine. I meant the one outside the store where she's like, but you know, I can unlock only, it. I don't care about that conversation. Oh, all right, fine. Like, um, I may have looked away. I may have gone to get water. Like, <laughs> it was Jack. And at the beginning, I didn't care about Jack. See, I have in my notes at least three times, this is agony. I don't want to watch them. And that is... This is where it started. I even have it here. This was agony. I don't want to watch standard annoying high schoolers. Um, so Stacy opens the store for Jack and um, sells him the items that he needs. And this is where that exchange comes in where he's, they say something like, well, ha- don't you hang out with kids your own age? And he says, well, I'm two. I mean, 20. I, I, I'm 20. I'm, I'm 22. And that was a that I admit was really good. And that was actually really entertaining for me. Because <laughs> he is too. Yeah, I love that. I was living for that moment and I was like, yes. Is that it? Also, <laughs> I was kind of creeped out that everybody was like, we'll just hang out with the 22-year-old man as I'm studying for the SATs. Thank you. I also thought that. I One, he doesn't look 22 to me. I know the guy's like my age in real life, but he does not look 22 to me. He looks like... He could have fit in around them, around like with their age, had he not said he was twenty-two. At that point, it would have been like, eh, I'm like fourteen. I'm gonna go. And it was also like she's studying for. Why are they still hanging out in that abandoned house? I don't know. And Max said something. What happened something... to the black kid? Thank you. What happened to any of the other kids who were there? Why they is it only stopped a trio? hanging out with them because they knew better than to go back into that horrible haunted place <laughs> they had common sense elliot was like nah i want to find ghosts and the other two were like okay whatever it's nerd stuff we don't want to deal with your nerdiness they're freaks i think is what but we'll just hang out here and study for the sats yeah i didn't get that i don't know why they were hanging out in the house and i also wanted to know why they were max made this big deal about oh the poor guy has to live with a bunch of guys a bunch of dudes and um then you look at that house that they're staying in and it is covered in probably the same stuff she's talking about. How dare you? How dare you comment about that when you're in the exact same living situation, basically? Don't start trashing them when your house looks like that. Well, not only that. How about the fact that they know where Sam and Dean and Jack live? Why? Uh, isn't this supposed to be a hidden place? Why is everyone so comfortable? I don't know. Do they, like, do they know where they live or they know that they like live in the area or do they know like the exact location? You're telling me the kid who was super excited about demons and everything did not follow Sam and Dean home? They Probably. knew the car. And frankly, that car is hard to miss. Like It's a small town, apparently. I assume they know at this point. They have to at this point. They know that they live in the area, and yeah, that kid has probably followed them home at some point like a lost little puppy. It's just, I don't know. It bothers me. Like, And then, yeah, like you said, she's like, oh, you live with all guys. You live with a single mother. What are we talking about here? Well, that and her whole point was how messy and horrible the living situation is probably. It, like, the, it probably is. And then you look at the the house that they're all hanging out in and it's messy and run down. Yeah, and... I was looking at those chairs. Like, where did they get those chairs? Yeah. Were they just there? Are it's they no moldy? What are they covered go... in? Why, right, why are you sitting on that? that's what I was thinking that? too. Like, what is inside of them? Like, squirrels like to make nests. 
rats like to make nests. Rats, mice, mice, things like to make nests. Like that was not something you'd want to. They were probably chairs that they picked up on the side of the road and then dragged in and were like, yes, this can be part of our hangout because this totally doesn't smell terribly. I don't understand why they would do that, but... Or and then go bugs. Yeah, ew. Do you know how hard those are to get rid of, too? Like, that's that's lawsuit stuff. There was a theater, um, I think it was a couple states over, a friend of mine, a, like, online friend of mine mentioned that she worked at a theater, and um, they had a bed bug situation in the seats, and because of that, a bunch of the visitors and workers ended up bringing them home in, like, their clothes and their bags and stuff, and it was, like, a massive lawsuit against that theater. It was so bad. Like, I'm you sure. do not want bed bugs ever. They're really hard to get rid of. Mm. Totally on topic, by the way. Speaking of horrible monster things you don't want to get rid of, Jack. Um, you like that transition? That was good, right? Um, so, for some reason, they invite the 22 year old to hang out with them, a bunch of teenagers. Um, do you want me to touch on the ID thing where she asked about the ID now, or do you want to get uh, to that? Deal the choice. All right. Um, so, yes, for the ID. Stacy asks for his ID um, to buy the beer that Dean requests, and later it's revealed that he couldn't buy it because he didn't have ID. Sam says, but we have a bunch of IDs. He says, but they're all fake. The point was to use the fake one, Jack. Well done. Um, okay, so Jack meets the trio at the old house that we were talking about. See, I thought um, that was cute. Hmm? I thought it was cute when he was like, but they're all, like, that's something a two-year-old would say. Because he is two. Right, but my thing is, it's cute, and it plays into his two-ness. See, when they do that, it's okay. But when they try to... Sexualize him? Yeah, like the previous episodes, then no. I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch Jack get sexualized. It's creepy. Because he's two. And the actor plays it off well when he acts like he's two. And he pretends that, you know... he's Jack is a two-year-old that can talk coherently and can understand the world much better than an actual two-year-old. And when Jack plays him in that way... Or when his actor plays him in that way... It's really successful. But when they try to make him a teenager is where I think it fails because in reality he's still two. No, but even if you say he's a teenager, he still has that young innocence. Like, because he's not interested in sex. No, thank God. <laughs> I mean, but what two-year-old is, though? Also, thank God. <laughs> Uh, my point is, it's just, I think it's weird when they make, they try to make him a teenager. I think so too. I, and I think it's that, I think it's that they want the drama of having a teenager when they don't need the drama. Sam and Dean are teenagers enough. We don't need to add more. Um, but they don't have, they want to use Jack for, as a teenager, but at the same time, I don't know if it's the viewers or if it's the writing choice or if it's different writers and they're debating because there seems to be. A disconnect with how often they portray him as that two-year-old he's always got that innocence uh, which is very similar to Castiel in some ways but or early Castiel not current Castiel um, it's very similar to that but at the same time it it doesn't I don't know they, it's like they, they're inconsistent on how often they want to utilize that and sometimes they're like well let's use it this way but other times let's play it straight I just it for me it gets weird with Jack and it's unfortunate 
I agree. Like, it does get weird because they make it weird. If they had just kept him as a two-year-old who just sees the world and is exploring, it would have been fine. But don't have Dean constantly like, hey, she's hot, right? You want that, right? It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. Um, you want anything else on that or do you want to move on? Nope, we can go. Okay, cool. Um, so he ends up meeting them at the old house uh, where he first saw them. Uh, Elliot's a big fan of supernatural stuff now and reading his own Barnes and Noble little books that are not accurate. Uh, he's ecstatic when Jack brings Facers. over a book. What? He was watching the Ghostbusters. Oh, he was watching the Ghostbusters on his phone and asked. Uh, <laughs> it was early in the, in the episode. And he asked Jack about if he's seen them, and they say mm-hmm. something about how the Winchesters suck on this phone. And yeah, um, Jack gets defensive, mildly. Um, so Jack tells him. Uh, they get caught up in Jack telling him about monsters and demons, um, and I thought that was I thought that was pretty cute. Um, even if the entire time I was in absolute agony watching these three. See, my problem is this feels very much like Fight Club, and Jack is breaking the number one rule. Yeah, I I can see that comparison. That works. It does seem like he's. I I got that vibe too, where he was talking about something he knew he wasn't supposed to talk about and that he didn't like he knew he had a sense but at the same time like a little kid when he finds a friend that's interested in something that he's interested in even if it's something you shouldn't talk about he wants to talk about it and I feel like that that played into the two-ness a little bit even if that's more of like a 10 year old thing but it it fits it's a kid thing uh is it Elliot I agree yeah, yeah, Elliot asks Jack if he's ever seen a demon. Jack boasts that he's actually killed one. And Max, and I don't I don't like Max, I'm sorry. Uh, Max calls him out smugly and says, and asks how. Um, do you want to talk about anything there? And he goes into detail about possession. Yeah. Like, it could look like you or Max or anyone. Like, that's look not like going to make them go crazy. <laughs> they looked so scared when they said that, too. And I was just over it. I was over it. I was like, just go away, Jack. Just go away. This can only end badly. Yeah. So he then, he takes out the angel blade and starts whipping that around. Um, well, they tease him. Cause first yeah, I was going to say, out, I'll, I'll not jump to that. I'll say, all right, he's he's flinging it and trying to make it cool and land in the, in the tree of the trunk. Like, oh, look, I've impaled it like a badass. And he's missing every single time. And I don't know how long he's been doing that because then it cuts to Sam and Dean and cuts back. But it's mm-hmm. been a while because they went from stand from watching him standing around interested to sitting down on their phones mocking him. And and because he's two, he doesn't understand. That's what teenagers do. Yeah, and he gets frustrated and he And where was Castiel? I don't know. I think Sam and Dean say something about when they when they go out on their adventure, they say something like Castiel and they mutter something about no no he's off doing something like why aren't they having someone watch Jack because last episode we were just afraid that he was soulless I don't know I like I, he would be under 24 hours surveillance this would never have happened it should have yeah especially when they were like you remember what it was like when we were kids of course we lie yeah they they should have been watching him they should have had somebody I don't know why I don't know why. I feel like Castiel should have been there. I feel like Sam or Dean could have gone and dealt with it, and then we could have had 
one of them bringing Jack along, and I don't know. They could have gotten a little... That's the word I'm looking for. Repetitive if they went with that route, though. Um, Alright, so he gets frustrated with their teasing, and he starts using his powers to levit levitate the blade, moving around, showing off his telekinesis, and this starts freaking them out. Somewhat justifiably, because he's got a knife that's whipping no, through the it air. It does, no, it starts freaking um, the girl, not Max. What's the other girl's name? Stacy. It starts freaking her out. Everybody else is like, this is so cool. And then when Stacey, Stacey says starts, she's scared. And everybody right, else then is like, okay, like, you okay, stop. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, I got it under control. And he had it under control. And then stupid Stacy decides to run towards the guy with the angel blade. And at that point, I was like, you deserve death, Stacy. I don't. All right. I know you have words about Stacy because I got the message as I started watching it that Stacy was the absolute worst and worse than Bobby and Dean and Sam, not Dean, um, but worse than worse than all of the others thus far. So, yes, Stacy ran towards the blade. She's scared and she's freaking out about this blade thing. There's an open area behind her. She could have gone and taken a long route around if she had to. But no, she ran towards the whirling blade of death and got impaled in the stomach because that's She's natural. an idiot. Yeah. All right. You want to cover that more? Stacy deserved death. And I was upset. And everybody's like, Jack, how could you? And I was like, how could she? That's the question. She is, a, she is older than Jack. Obviously. They all knew he was weird. They all were like, yeah, you're weird. I'm going to hang out with you weird older guy as far as, like, you're sure. I'm too. Like, <sighs> okay, even if they think he's 20, they can tell uh, maybe he's got something mental going on up there. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's got some sort of delayed thing going on. Still, like, if, even if you choose to hang out with him, which is fine. That's perfectly fine. If you can tell, if you see something's going on, it's still your fault for running into the blade. Exactly. And everybody was like, no, it's his fault for doing it. Like, it's... See, I would agree with you if he walked in and just was, like, swinging the blade at you. He literally was away from you. He was far enough away where it wouldn't hurt you. And he's like, I'm in complete control. No one's going to be hurt. Even if you don't believe that, go the other direction. Exactly. Why? It's like when... um All those stories that you get when from parents that are like, okay, now... If, if Stacy has a gun, I don't know why I picked Stacy. It's on my brain. Uh, if Stacy has a gun and she wants to show off her parents' gun, don't go in there. It's it's like it was. That's what I was reminded of. It was very after school special in a way, because um, you knew it was gonna go south. You knew when he's throwing off a weapon, he's showing a weapon off, he's whirling it around. Something's gonna go wrong. I expected it. I expected him to lose control and it to impale one of them. I yeah, did that's not what expect. I, expected too. I didn't Hard expect Stacy to run into it. Because that's like. what she did. This is like Stacy, you know, Stacy showing off the gun and Fred decides, oh yeah, let me hold the gun. And goes to take it from her and shoots himself. Like that's, mm -hmm. this is not something you can blame Jack for when she ran at him. This was dumb. And then he saved her life. He, he did. He saved her stupid life. And they're still like, get away. Get away from us. Don't talk to us. And, and I would have took her life back. I would have been like, you owe me a life now. See, this is why I can't have power, okay? <laughs> <laughs> because I would be a villain. Because at that point, after I gave her life back, she was stupid, okay? She deserved death. And then I was like, you know what? Here, I will save you. And you're still like, go away, get away from me. I would have killed you all. 
That's not a quote, by the way. <laughs> like, and he's soulless anyway, so I don't know why he didn't kill them all. Yeah, I don't know either. That was actually one of the questions I had about this is that, um, although I see that my question section is still from the other, from my copy paste, so that's not in here. Um, but the, um, the thing I didn't get is he's soulless, right? He's supposed to be soulless. He cares so deeply about what they think of him, about showing off to them, about proving himself, about um, caring that he's just impaled somebody. He shows that empathy that, at least I think he does, at least he shows pity, which they're not supposed to show either, um, and understanding that this is wrong. And we've seen soullessness before. We know that that's, like, we've seen Sam soulless. He didn't care. He he tricked Dean into becoming a vampire, knowing he could fix it just so that they could get the, was that that one? Yeah. The, yeah. That was a long time ago. But, mm-hmm. like, we've but we seen soulless. we also soulless prophet who literally stole Castiel's grace and did a bunch of other stuff. So we've seen, as you said, we've seen soullessness before. That was not soullessness. No, this was not soulless, and I don't understand. So are we saying that he has a piece of his soul left, and that's what... Because the last episode, he killed the snake, and that was supposed to be like, he's soulless. Yeah. But this episode, he's caring about people, and that's supposed to be like, he's not really soulless. I assume that's where they're going, because... Or... I want to say I think that's where they're going, where there's like a teeny tiny piece of his soul left, or they're just really bad at writing it, which is equally possible. Um, I think that's most of it for Jack. Uh, is there anything else you want to cover? Because they tell him not to go near him. He goes back to the bunker. Sam and Dean ask how his day went, and he, li- and he doesn't bring that up when Sam says, hey, is there anything else that went on? My question is why like, they have to tell him. They have to find out. There's no way that they don't find out. Oh, yeah. Something's going to hit the fan some, at some point. It's no, but my thing is the girl owns the st- Her mother owns the store. And she works there. Oh, and yeah. And Dean was literally going to the store. Oh, yeah, because he was going to go get more be- He was going to go get beer because Jack couldn't get it. Even though Wouldn't that ice. be a conversation topic? Oh, yeah. He By the way. my friend and brought her back. By the way. Your uh, son, brother, whatever, stabbed my daughter in the stomach, although she has no sign, and she says that he healed her? Can you explain that? Mm, 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 mm. Like, is it drugs? Are they on drugs? Like, you know what I mean? Something? There would have had to, there has to be some kind of conversation that happens there. But then again, are we giving them too much credit? Probably. Is that all for the Jack side of the story? Because I'll move on to Sam and Dean's somewhat boring yeah. portion now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> you weren't thrilled with the Sam and Dean portion, I take it. Um. So, let's see. The beginning is two teenagers being teenagers in the backseat of a car, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure we've seen this before. Um. So, and then the local sheriff interrupts him. The local sheriff turns out to be the boy's father. And apparently they're going through a messy divorce or something, and the there's a fight between them and the girl leaves and gets attacked by something. God knows. What I would have yet. never picked him out as the father. I, me either. Like, and I want to know what his mother looks like now. We didn't get to because see Because my, my thing is genetics, genetics wise, I feel like that's not the combination that should have came out. I agree. I'm very confused because he had a, um, his father was the native American sheriff. Yes. Yes. And then the son, We're assuming Tom, his mother is white. Yeah, we, she has to be white because the son is like blue-eyed and blonde-haired. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, the son was basically Draco Malfoy. So, I don't know how that... And I feel like that's not the combination. No. Like, at the very least, he would have had a darker hair. I'm trying to think. I've got friends who are at least part Native American. Most of them have at least some darker hair quality Are they more than Elizabeth Warren? Um, one of them is. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, it's just... mm. I don't know, but continue. Um, all right. So moving on from that, um, boy, by boy finds her body is immediately distraught. Uh, well, Sam no. and Dean want to bring the, the father and the son are having a big fight, and the girl's like, "I'll go to the bathroom." Yeah, let me give you guys and... some privacy, and gets like attacked in the freaking stall. My question is, how did no one see anything going into the bathroom? It was dark. No one pays attention when they're having a family fight. I don't know. Like, cause then. Like, she screams, and they're running, and everything that happened, and then the, the son finds the body. But my problem is, like, she screamed, and the father went in the complete opposite direction yeah, of the scream. that's what I thought, too. Like, he ran the other way. Because that's why I was like, what are we doing? That doesn't make sense. Why would your son, who has no skills in tracking or policing or detectiveness, be able to find this body before you... The seasoned detective. So the thing with that, and it definitely established early on for me that he knew something and he wasn't telling anybody. And it becomes more obvious later because for me, he was going, I know what this is. I have to run the other direction. I'm not running towards her. I'm running away because I know what this is. I know the problem here. I know the well, danger. See, no, I just thought he was in, in, in that moment. I thought he was inept. And uh, I didn't realize until later on that he realized what it was. Because initially he even says, I didn't believe it until the second person. Well, he says at the beginning, when they first, when they first meet with him, they say, he says something like, oh, it's a coyote. Mm-hmm. That's not a coyote. But he didn't believe that it was a, it was what it was. Because he said his family told him about it, but he never believed those stories. Yeah, he says that. But he also, the way he tells, his, the thing he tells his son, like he knows when he starts immediately lying to his son he knows something's up he knows that wasn't a coyote and can we have a conversation about how he goes at sam and dean for not telling the public about these things oh yeah we'll get there don't worry okay um yeah that's that's when the sheriff we'll get there don't worry because that's later isn't it um okay so we'll jump down a little further uh sam and dean want to bring jack don't want to bring jack in they give him a shopping list that's where jack's stuff starts um, so the sheriff isn't very helpful. He insists it's a coyote attack, and he, uh, Sam and Dean, naturally don't believe him and take a look at the body. Um, a little while, there's, you know, claw marks, usual body stuff. Um, Dean being jumpy. There wasn't a lot going on with Sam and Dean's stuff, even though that was, like, a good chunk of the episode. Um, so there's another death. Um, a couple's hiking in the forest, and you've got... A, an interracial couple, and the black guy dies. So, so far, th- this episode actually kind of bothered me. So far, you kill off the girl, and then you kill off the black guy. And I was looking at that, Nailed and I was it. like, the problem was, one, he was obviously bigger than her. So, he was going to die either way. Oh, yeah. Because if she took off running, he would have been slower simply because of the weight. Oh, yeah. And... Honestly, when he stopped and saw the thing, when he turned around, I was like, oh, God, Supernatural. You just killed off the girl, and now you're going to kill off the, the black guy? What, have you learned nothing in your 14 seasons? Apparently not. 
or apparently they did, this works. Yeah, really. That's the lesson that they're taking away. It's the wrong lesson, by the way, but apparently that's the one they're going with. Um, so the sheriff starts warning everybody, warns them to stay out of the woods because the sheriff obviously knows what's going on. Um, still insisting it's a coyote attack. And that, you know, once weird creature, once these creatures get the taste of flesh, they continue. Um, after and then her son is, his son is like, oh, I'm, I'm going to find go, out what kills. I should go talk to her family. Yeah, I should go talk First to her family. of all, little boy. Like. <sighs> I think you didn't like I Tom. My, I could feel my mother coming out of me. <laughs> because I was like, look, little boy, you got here because you weren't paying attention to the rules. Maybe you need to sit down. Maybe you need to take a minute because you just witnessed the death of your girlfriend who you were trying to have sex with in the woods in the first place. You had an empty house. You couldn't have sex in your house. Was he supposed to be staying with his mom? Yeah, the mother had gone away. Then, yeah. And she... You had an empty house. What's wrong with you? Exactly. <laughs> that was my problem because the mother had gone away and she called the father because he didn't answer the phone. What are we, like, if we're being honest... This is your fault. You should be blaming yourself. A little bit. Just a little bit because you decided that a car would be more comfortable for that. You're wrong, by the way. Do you know how uncomfortable it is to have sex in a car? Exactly. That's the point. <laughs> like, it's small, it's cramped, it's awkward. No. You literally have free reign of your house. Which is roomier and heated better. So, yeah, use and the house. And enclosed. I mean, if you want the weird voyeurism aspect, then, you know, you do you. Just leave the curtains open, I guess. But at the same time, don't do the car. My thing is, all you had to do was answer the phone, and you would have been cool for the whole weekend. And then none of this would have happened. I think Supernatural was teaching valuable life lessons. Answer your phone, kids. Don't have sex in the wooded areas. Don't go into the woods. Woods are not for you. As somebody that lives near woods, I'm actually very scared now. Um, I'm sure there aren't any Native American creatures in there. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it'd be Native American creatures. I'm not worried about the Native American supernatural creatures or even non-Native American ones. I'm worried about the like the mountain lions that I know live nearby. I mean, the only time I care about mountain lions... Oh, well, yeah, that man, he did have the uh, 40-pound mountain lion that attacked him, and he had to kill it. He strangled it to death. That's impressive, Yeah, and you know, though. people in the comments were like, I can't believe he killed that poor innocent creature. Dude. <laughs> that cat was gonna die either way. Like, if it, like, if it had killed him, and it ate him, then it was gonna be put down. Or... And they were like, it was a few months old, and it had to be starving, but I was like, 40 pounds? Yeah, that thing's That's tiny. That's a child. That's a tiny cat. You know cat. how big that is? Like, legitimately, that is a child. Yeah, that's and a small cat. And if it has cat. teeth, if it has teeth and claws and it's trying to take your throat, yes, that is basic human instinct. Me or you, I choose me all day, every oh, day. Oh, absolutely. I'm not going to look at it and be like, oh, what a beautiful am- animal. I'm just going to die so it can live. No, I'm sorry. I, I love cats. I love mountain lions. I am a horrible tree hugger person out there. But, you know, I'm sorry. I still praise the guy for strangling a mountain lion because that is, one, an awesome thing that he can then say, it, say to the world. And two... He strangled a mountain lion to save his own life. That's exactly. impressive as hell. It's not like he went out there purposely to be like, I'm a big man. I can kill an yeah, no. animal. He didn't have like a gun to load it full of bullets and be like, this is mm-hmm. this is my trophy now. Look what I hunted. I'm a big, big, strong man. No, it was, I was hiking through the woods 
and this cat attacked me. That's what happened. And that cat also, was going to die. Fact, if you ever hear me say I'm hiking, I have been kidnapped and I need to be rescued. Oh, yeah. I hate hiking. Shout out to my mom who loves hiking and goes every weekend. Love you, but I'm not doing that. The six-hour drive is not worth the two-hour walk in the cold, wet mountain. Not worth it. Yeah, I'm good. I'm completely good on that front. But back to Supernatural. <laughs> um, so after some research, Sam and Dean discover it's a kohonta, a Native American creature uh, that feeds off of human flesh. And the kohonta means the whisper, or, or whistler, I'm sorry. Um, lures its victims by whistling. Uh, so they decide to go investigate the woods further, naturally, because it's Sam and Dean. Why wouldn't they? Uh, at this point, the sheriff, here's here's where you can come in with this. Uh, at this point, the sheriff um, stops them by pointing a gun at them, whom they disarm and take the gun from him and say, give their identities and say, you know, we're not, we're not FBI, we're hunters, we hunt these things. Okay, Jasmine, go. I know you're dying for this. So then this stupid hunter is like, oh, why don't you tell everyone? Just put it on YouTube. Do something. And Sam... Ugh, Sam gets all depressed and is like, people die. Even if you're trained, even if you're fully aware of the dangers, people die. So what good would it be to have untrained people out there? They'll only get themselves killed. And the father is like, well, at least they'd be aware. At least they know something is bumping in the night. And as much as I hate to say it, I agree with Sam and Dean. Like, realistically, as a human being who's out here in the world, I would rather not know that the things that are scary are actually out there. I kind of agree. Because the terror that you would feel on a daily basis is it, like, just think about the aftermath of 9-11, okay? The number of people who were just scared to leave their house or the aftermath of snipers. Because I, the DC sniper, I, I live by the DC sniper, and I will never forget the sheer terror of like thinking my mother wouldn't come home and she'd get shot at a gas station or like looking at tall buildings, wondering if it was going to be me. Imagine that every time you look at a dark hole or you're walking down the street. And to make matters worse, as we see in Jack's side of the story where he says, you know, they could be anyone. They could look like you. They could look like me. They could sound like anybody because they possess other people. So then not only do you have the daily terror of looking for like, let's put it this way. Humans are bad enough. We have to worry about our own kind killing us. Now you're telling me I have to worry about things I thought weren't real coming out and killing me. And I have to think about that on top of, like, whatever other human man-made nonsense could also equally kill me. And then the fact that, that angels aren't helping and God is gone. Oh, yeah, that part, too. You know, angels are just as bad as demons. They have to possess. They possess you, too. And they trick you into saying yes. They don't care about consent, by the way, guys. It's just that I wouldn't want to know. If supernatural creatures mostly don't attack me, if they're drawn more, as we kind of see with Sam and Dean, because they know about them. Yeah, you get the non-human ones, but, you know, a lot of the times it's... People are dying anyway. Well, and if people, Right, like, I think that's the thing, too. It's a lot of people who are dying and go missing anyway, and you're just thinking... Like, I am... I'm fine with my ignorance about this because it's one uh, for lack of a better term calling a her calling the herd humans are a huge herd oh yeah we're massively so, populated 
So if you're picking off a few, it makes sense that we wouldn't notice they're missing. But if you're suddenly telling me that the things, things are going bump in the night and they're picking us off, now I'm looking. Now I'm saying 20 people died from this. And then suddenly I'm like, it's a whole 20. When we're thinking, if you put it in perspective, 20 versus 8 billion doesn't really matter. Yeah, it matters to, like, the people around them. Right, but in perspective, it's yeah. not a big number. It's not a huge number. And I just, it's it's not something I would want to think about on a daily basis. It's not something I would want to be walking down the street and bump into a guy and, like, I get a weird chill. I don't want to think, oh, no, that guy's possessed by something. I don't mm-hmm. want that thought to to be something that I would have on a daily basis and then make it a sane thought, like a legitimate fear. Like if I'm walking down the street and I think that, then it's like, okay, well that's a weird, crazy thought. Maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe I should get that looked at. If I'm walking down the street and I know that that stuff exists and I have that thought, then it's a legitimate thought. Man, I get anxiety enough. I don't need that on top of it. Well, and then you have the people who kill you for sport. Like if I can say that I thought you were a demon, if I can say I thought you were... Really? Taken over by something. You're, you're thinking the murder rate won't go up? Really? Where does justifiable homicide end in that case? Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry, officer. You know how demons are out there. I I thought their eyes were black, and maybe it was the lighting, but I, I'm pretty sure their I mean, eyes were semi-related. black. semi-related. In 47 states in the U.S., you can kill someone who came onto you because they're, because they're the same sex as you. Or they're wow, transgender. So, my point is... I feel like people would take this and run with it. Exactly, because let's face it, transgender, the same-sex person coming on to you, not going to hurt you. Right, but if I think that this thing that's possessing, like, this, like, possessing a picture, I think this picture is haunted. It's it's making me do, like, what was that guy, Son of Sam, who said a dog was telling him to do crazy things? Oh, yeah. Like, you're telling me that, that people would not run with it? Oh, they absolutely would. They, And they would get away with it for a really long time, I think. If not indefinitely, because there's no way to prove. Once the body's not possessed anymore, and the demon is, like, forcibly extracted, or just leaves because their host is dead. Or they weren't possessed ever. Exactly. There's <laughs> no way to prove after that that they were possessed, unless Sam and Dean show up. And even then, there's not really a way to prove it, because Sam and Dean have been wanted for a long time for this, as we've seen before. They're not now for some stupid reason but you know and not just that like look at the witch trials oh yeah i want my neighbor's tv all right my neighbor's possessed my my neighbor walked into a a new age shop she's about she's a witch casting spells on me like yeah this is my neighbor bought some fresh time at the store she's she's got to be a witch right my neighbor's having sex with my husband burner at the stake like like she had to put a spell on him and this would be a great cop-out for men who cheat. Oh, yeah. Except they might end up dying a lot. Not necessarily. They could just blame, like, uh, I mean, are you more likely to believe that your neighbor's a witch who put a spell on your husband to make him have sex with her? I mean, I guess in that desperation, probably, but... Exactly. And who's, like, realistically, who's gonna say, besides your neighbor, no, I'm not a witch. And then, How if I you think you're it? a witch, right. You can't, it is, it's the witch trials all over again. That's exactly what would happen. Mm-hmm. And it would target just, it, it would depend. Anybody. But yeah, it'd be all over the place. 
Uh, Bill Gates has a lot of money. I wonder how he got that witchcraft. Oh, really? I actually wonder if there would be some sort of um, population, like a a specific group of of the population targeted, like more minorities are targeted for certain things, more women are targeted for certain things, probably witchcraft, uh, given the history. Um, So I wonder if that would be the case, but that's getting into a little bit more hypothetical stuff that I don't think we need to get into on this podcast about Supernatural that we lost track of about seven minutes ago. Unless you'd like to, because that's, frankly, that's... Well, I mean, we're killing time, so if you want to... I mean, that's my theory on that. I don't I don't necessarily know what different Supernatural entities, various different... Um, well, and that also depends on... Look, like, it depends on what they're telling them. Are they saying just the 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 stomach acid thing or are they talking about vampires are they talking about werewolves mm-hmm. what about garth what about the good vampires <laughs> what about garth what if- still in the trunk <laughs> <laughs> like it's a lot that's happening and it's a lot of moving pieces and i don't think that people would have the nuance in their terror to say okay you're good you're good you can stay and i especially don't think they'd be able to tell them everything because they don't know everything so how could they how could they legitimately say, oh, yeah, so here are these monsters that we know about. By the way, there are about a billion others we also don't know about. Yeah, we have all of these books and everything. That we still have to consult because we still don't know. And then there are also gods that we have to kill and demigods. Oh, yeah, gods and... are a problem. Demigods are a problem. Angels suck. Um, demons are bad. You know... Just everything you thought that would be kind of cool to be in reality, not cool. And most of them look exactly like humans. Even imaginary friends. Oh, yeah. They're weird. I don't think they kill you as often, as often but they're still weird. Is there anything else you want to cover on that topic? Nope. Okay. <laughs> we have exhausted that portion. Um, all right. So the sheriff gives us the backstory in the Kahanta. The... Um, I actually liked this up until the they turned the Native Americans into the villains here. Can I can I tell the story? Oh yeah, go ahead. So the family they made a home in the woods, deep in the oh, woods. Oh, be sure to mention one of the first white settlers. It's very specific. Yes, but they didn't they didn't steal any Native American land. They just went into the woods. Uh-huh. They absolutely like, and it. I noticed that very clearly. I was like, they didn't take anything. They were just chilling in the woods. Are the woods okay. not part of their land? Like, come on. They built, but maybe they were fine. Like, it, it could have been, like, let's be very honest. It could have been, like, the first Thanksgiving where they were like, look, you're starving, you're dying, here's some stuff. And then the white people were like, oh, thank you. Now you must die. Yeah. More of us are coming. Like, <laughs> white people are fantastic, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> I mean, the reality is America is built on. Oh, yeah. Like, this is the absolutely the stuff that America is built on. And you can you can see it in even this episode of supernatural in every episode of supernatural you can see this crap like just go ahead like finish the finish the backstory because this is absolutely 100 percent pure um i guess white supremacy or at very least white privilege here so the native americans they were uh they it was a hard winter nobody could get up to the cabin the white guy the white guy ate his whole family and he went crazy um, and when he came, the Native Americans caught him, for some reason they were upset with him. Like, they never said what he did to make them upset. Uh, they do say that, um, uh, the sheriff says, um, 
that afterwards he started going after them crazed with what he'd done. Right, but he said that killing him would have been kind. Like, because if somebody is coming at you and you don't have any issues with them, why would you curse him? I have no idea. It, the, the story in the context they presented, it doesn't make sense. No, I agree with you. I just, he, they did say that the, um, uh, the Parker kid went after them and started killing them too. Right, but they had tied him down. And they like they were upset and vengeful. And I'm just like, what were they vengeful for? What did that family do? Do you want me to answer? Because I thought <laughs> he was tied down because he had started killing and eating them as well. But then they cursed him. Yes, and it, I that, know. Like, that... And what was the point of cursing him? Well, just kill him! Like, it would have made more sense if the spirit of the mountains cursed him for defiling the mountains. Yes, that would have been way better. The spirit of the mountains cursed him and turned him into that creature instead. And that way, it's like the gods punish him. And, you know, the gods are terrible at what they do anyway. And um, Mm -hmm. before I'm struck by lightning and sent to hell for that phrase. Um, Especially in Supernatural, you know, the, the gods are terrible at what they do. And yet... I love how you're like, uh, just in case you're up there, really. Yeah, it's supernatural. <laughs> it's, I'm, speci- I'm specifying supernatural. Not that I don't trash you on a daily basis anyway, but still. Um, so, at least in that sense, it wouldn't have blamed the people. You could have blamed the deities. But no, we had to blame the people. Because why not? And then why didn't people have a way to protect themselves besides blocking off the area? That made no sense. And even and then how long does it take for it to eat itself? Apparently a very long time because it's not dead yet. Because they were like, yeah, it, like for generations they blocked, they marked the trees and they told the story and passed it down and it would eat itself if it doesn't feed. So why wasn't it dead? It looked pretty healthy. Oh yeah. So were they like dumping their dead bodies and having to eat the dead body? Because that would be a great thing if they did that too. That would make sense. Like, as a death disposal? Yeah, here you go. Just, that's terrible. I just thought of, you know, feeding, like, pigs the scraps of something. That's not a good comparison. Um, I was going to say, this is something that I realized while watching it, and it's not it's not super related, and I don't know if the Cajonta's an actual Native American creature or not, um, or if it was created for Supernatural. Um, but it's very similar to the original Wendigo story. Um, it might be a it might be a different Native American uh, tribe um, legend, but I know that the the Wendigos specifically have the same origin story where it's it's the middle of winter, food is scarce, and a person eats another person. Doesn't have to be part of the family, but it's a person eats another person, and slowly they go mad with the cannibalism, and they start eating mm-hmm. more people and they become this creature, the, the Wendigo. Wendigo. That's yeah. exactly what the Wendigo was. I don't think Supernatural's Wendigos are that, but that's exactly what the Wendigo was. So I was unsure if this was the if this was the the same sort of creature that Supernatural pulled and then modified, or if it's true to the original story. But let's face it, Supernatural doesn't really stay true to the original stories on a lot of things. So I I was curious about that, and I should I meant to look that up, but I got distracted by Captain Marvel. Watch that podcast. Or listen to that podcast, guys. Yeah, um, that podcast was super fun. We have another person that may stick around. Who knows? Um, 
Did you want to cover more or about? Or skip the first 30 minutes and listen to the twigs. <laughs> to the twigs section. We, we talk about Captain Marvel at least a little bit. <laughs> uh, but as far as that, no. I, I don't understand why they made that creative choice. I feel like it was very much like the white people were just there and the mean Native Americans were, like, mean. It did feel like that. And I have to say... I, when I first heard the story, when they first started off with the first white settlers, I was like, oh yes, let's trash them, let's go. And then I got massively disappointed when they said, but yes, the Native Americans turned him into the monster that now haunts this this forest. Okay. Like, and I even messaged you, like, interesting, they made the Native Americans the yeah. villains after the white guy was crazy and ate his entire family. So the crazy white guy that actually is the monster is not getting the blame because the Native Americans made him that way. Mm, okay. You minorities, you are always punishing white people. Stop being mean to them. That's exactly what they. That's exactly what Supernatural just did. That's exactly what happened. And they start off by killing the woman and then killing the black guy. And then they twist their white villain into this poor white victim. Nailing all the points right now, Supernatural. This actually reminded me of the... <laughs> The shows where some kid, like, who's 18 or whatever, shoots up a school or whatever. And the mother goes, I don't know, he's such a good kid. Like, in all the newspapers go, this little angel. Because it's always he, a white kid that they're like, oh, this poor... And then they talk about him at length, and they're like, yeah, this this poor kid was had such and such going on, you know, no signs of it. There's always signs. Mm-hmm. You just ignore them. Well, not just that. They were like, I never went into his room. He was building an AK for three years and you never went in his how room? You not go in their room. Like, I understand respect like, for I... privacy, but how do you not notice that? Um, no. My mother would have ripped the doors off the hinges. I don't. You don't have any privacy until you pay a bill. Also valid. <laughs> but I just don't understand how they wouldn't have noticed that. I don't know, honestly, Adelie. I don't know. You're closer to this. This is true, and I still don't understand it. I don't know. (laughs) My just my race is crazy, man. Too much power. It it makes us nuts, and we shouldn't have this power. Apparently, because I know, like my mother was like, "No, I would know, and I would call the police on you." I was like, "You would call the police on me, ma?" She was like, "Absolutely. I'm not going down with you." Like, (laughs) how many episodes ago was it? They were talking about tax evasion. Uh, I don't recall, Emily, <laughs> and neither do you. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, What's that about not going down with you? Yeah, I'm in that boat. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know. It's weird to me because, I don't know, they victimized him in a way oh, that they was unnecessary. absolutely did. Because they completely skated over the fact that he ate his family. And skated over the fact that he... One, ate his family, which is terrifying. Congratulations, guys. That that should have been it. Flat out, that was like, sweet. That Like, when that stopped, I was like, sweet. So that's how he became this weird thing. This is awesome. Cool. This is our monster. And then it continued, and they're like, no, by the way, a Native American, like, ritual changed him. He was already, And like, that reminds me, actually, of this guy who, uh, his mother died. Okay. Not, nothing related to him. Okay. Okay. That's fine. He kept her body in the freezer. Oh, God. Okay. Like, so he could collect her social security and, like, her benefits and stuff. Okay. And then when they found his mother's body, they said that they found semen inside of her. His semen. Ew. And I was just like, I can't. 
I'm gonna assume white guy just because only white people are Obviously, this crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Only white like, people are this crazy. It's some stuff you hear. Like, this, and this is true for all races. Yeah. Okay. I don't care what you say. It's some stuff you hear and you're like, dang, that's us. Like, yeah. This this has to be a white guy. Like, there's like, no Because when that DC sniper thing came out, nobody expected him to be black. That was. <laughs> I was gonna say, wasn't like I expected him to be white? Was he not? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, it was, he was black and his son was black and nobody expected that. Everybody was <laughs> Everybody's like, oh yeah, he's probably white. Yeah, well. And then he got caught up at a gas station because he was sleeping there or something. <sighs> Thank you for that other anyway. story, by the way. That's going to haunt me. Uh. <laughs> uh, kids are fun. Have lots. People are weird. <laughs> People are weird. Stop breeding, please. Uh, they like the opposite story you were going on. You're like, let's kids are we- kids are great. Let's have lots. I'm like, no, just no. But that's actually a thing. People are upset because um, uh, AC uh, AOC yeah. has been saying like a lot of people are considering not having children because of the environment and different things. Uh, yes, let me raise my hand. That's one of that's one of the many reasons I don't want to have children. And I like I'm very much on the team of like I'm gonna have a kid at some point unless God decides I'm not. <laughs> and then I'll just sw- take a hand-me-down child. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> See, I always figured, my my thing is, totally related to Supernatural, by the way, uh, my thing is, the world's so overpopulated, the environment is so bad, the economy's, you know, tanking hard, it's expensive to raise a kid. I I don't see the, the reason why I should bring another p- person into this. And if I ever want children, like, let's be honest, I hate them. So if I ever want children and that part changes, um, I'd adopt because there are so many kids out there without homes. Why should I bring one in knowing that? Yeah. Like I said, I'll take a hand-me-down yeah. kid. Adopt. Don't shop. Or <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that works in this case. Well, no, you can actually shop this for children. This is true. So. But, you know, adopt. Don't. Uh, it doesn't rhyme with. Uh, I, I can't. The rhyme isn't there. It doesn't work. Speaking of children, did you hear about the woman who had a fertilized embryo and realized that it was a boy and she wanted to trade someone else's embryo for a girl? Huh. And I was just like, can you imagine hearing that story as that child? That would be terrible. Can you, um, it's like the, the opposite of the effect of China's one child policy going on up there. Cause she said she was only having one more child. She had four boys already. And she wanted a girl. So she was willing to swap embryos. That's sad. Yeah. I mean, I understand, you know, wanting a specific gender, but at the same time, that's sad. Like, if you don't get it, don't don't be like, hey, by the way, I've got this trading card. Can I trade you for yours? No, but as that husband, how would you feel if your wife came to you with that? Oh, that'd be really bad. Exactly. Like, and I want to know how she got her husband to sign off on that. I don't know. <laughs> I genuinely don't know. Like, I'm already in the, I'm already in this, what kind of a human can trade a person like a trading card kind of boat, thinking about how the husband would then be like, okay, cool, yeah, let's do that. That'd be weird. I cannot even jump to that process. Supernatural. Yeah, totally. <laughs> We're on topic. Um, I don't know where we are. Uh, Sheriff's son 
Tom calls his father to say he's going into the woods to find the thing that killed his girl that killed his girlfriend and he's going to kill it. He's going to take it down because again, supernatural nailing all the points with this episode. I don't know why I liked it going back over this. Um that <laughs> girls have to die in order for the guys to get motivated for some for something. That that's fun. Thanks, Supernatural. Girls and the black guy have to die. Like, let's not skate over that. Well no one really, honestly, if we're being no one cared about the black guy except his girlfriend. He was of no con he was just a stack at murder. Should've should have been a white guy. Like, if we're being honest, I don't think it. I think it matters. It matters because, because they picked the white. Killing... It's mattered because they picked the black guy. But had they picked right, somebody that's what else, I'm it I think it matters fine. in that. But it, I don't think that that murder necessarily mattered. If you get what yeah, I'm that, that's exactly kind of what I'm going for too. Is that like had they not picked something that has political ramifications and you know empathy ramifications. Um, then it would have been fine. But should they not kill someone because they're black? I don't know. I want to say they don't <laughs> do it in that way. But I think that's the issue. Since, because Supernatural does it so yes. often and they don't kill. It's not a balance. Especially since then you have all of the white people coming in to save the episode. That was not good. And I don't even think they've had a, a character who's a minority stick around for that long. No, most of them die pretty quickly. And even the yeah. women get traded out for other characters pretty quickly, too. They last a couple seasons, and then they vanish, and then they come back, and then they vanish. Like, look at um, Rowena, for example. She's not constantly, but she shows up. But does that say something about our society that the show has been around Oh, yes, long? it absolutely does. In fact, I remember one of the early... Uh, things about Supernatural was that um, they they would bring in female characters, but because the fans would get th would get their ships threatened, like their um, their Sam and Dean ship or their Dean and Castiel ship or their Sam and Castiel ship or all three combined into one, um, because they would their sh they would feel their ships would be threatened by this this female character's presence, that they would then hate that female character, and because her ratings would go down. Um, they would have to kill her off. And it's partially the fans' fault for this. So, thanks, guys. Even Charlie. Mm -hmm. Like, they made Charlie gay so that she wouldn't be a threat to them. And they still had to get rid of her. Mm. Fans are great. Supernatural. Fans are great. <laughs> we say that as writers and we want you to buy our stuff. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> um, so I was back on the Tom... Yeah, going into a new hunter is born, essentially. Um, so they find Tom unconscious in the old Parker cabin with the monster there. Uh, the sheriff grapples with the monster while Dean carries the kid to safety. This is the standard. Um, if that was stomach acid that dripped on his that forehead. That was disgusting. No, but my thing is, it was no mark on his forehead. Stomach acid, is it would have melted oh, yeah. off his... Ooh. At the very least, there would have been, like, damage. Minor like, skin damage. At the very least. At the very least. And they're like, it's pure stomach acid. Oh, yeah. That stuff so, can dissolve a bus, just FYI. Well, it dissolves your stomach lining. Yes, it does. <laughs> so, let's be honest. It actually kills your own body in its attempt to help you. Yeah. Our bodies are weird. Um, where was I? Uh, yeah, this was like the usual 10-minute final, final part of the episode where they're, you know, fighting the monster. Everybody wins. Um... Uh, so let's see. Sheriff grapples with the monster. Dean carries kid to safety. And the sheriff gets bitten. Yes, the sheriff gets bitten. 
Um, it doesn't transmit via bite, I assume. Um, well, no, they, they said that they have to be cursed. But the yeah, problem okay. is, <laughs> the problem is, he acted like that he wasn't bitten. I know, you right? tell, The thing that drips pure stomach acid bit you, and you're just like, whatever. That's like the, um, the Komodo dragon. They have a lot of acid in their saliva. And one would think this would be the same sort of case where a bite is super bad. Like, you don't want to get exactly. bit by that. Could, I mean, if that's just dripping out of his mouth, when you bite down, imagine the stomach acid that's just going into your flesh. Yeah, and, like, not only the, like, hygiene issues, but the pain levels that that probably carried with it. That that would have been a lot. And he's just standing there waving a knife around like everything's fine. Adrenaline is one heck of a drug. Um... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Sam comes in to fight the monster for a bit. Fun junkies. fact, adrenaline is an actual addiction. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why do you think there are people that are adrenaline junkies out there? I don't know. I love my couch too much to be adrenaline junkies. Same, though. Um, I think maybe that's why I like horror films, though. Um, or horror stuff, horror games. Um, Sheriff grabs a knife. Dean lures the monster to the narrow doorway. Sheriff kills it with the silver knife to the heart. Um, yay. Monster's dead. Anything? And then the son had that moment where he's like, did we get it, Dad? And I was like, no, no you, didn't you did it. not get it. You didn't do anything. You weren't here. You were asleep. Thank you. You were passed out. You were baked. You were a liability. At that point, he was, I don't know, I guess he served his use as bait fairly well. Because they, at least they knew where he was. That really annoyed yeah, me. Yeah, it annoyed me, too, to be perfectly honest. When he said, I'm going to go, I mean, I was annoyed for other reasons, but yes. Um... So then, final point: they return to the bunker. They talk. They tell Jack why they didn't want to bring him with uh, with them because you know his powers are back, and it's so soon. His powers always go wrong in some way because Jack's totally at fault, by the way, for all the stuff that's been happening. <sighs> um, they care about him though, and that's why they decided to tell him. Um, but that's also why they didn't want him to come with them. So that was that story. Is there anything else you want to add? Nope. Okay. No final thoughts on the episode. I'm ready to go to sleep, Adelaide. I have nothing. To I can tell you're very, you're very tired sounding. Um, I will say we got a couple more sections. Um, did you watch the preview episode? The preview of the next episode? Yes. Did you really? Yes. Okay. Um, so game night. It's called game night. Uh, from the look of it, we see Castiel wanting to contact God, and Lucifer's back. I think it's Lucifer. It could just be Nick, but I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Is that Lucifer? Or I'm Nick? not sure. <laughs> But if it's Lucifer and they say that he's the fan favorite that's returning, I'm going to be pissed. Well, what if it's God? If it's God possessing Lucifer, that would be awesome. I, I assume that the guy coming back is God. Uh, at this point with Castiel saying he's trying to contact God and the fan favorite returning, I'm hoping it's God. Because that would be way better. If it's Lucifer, I'm going to feel freaking cheated. Which oddly is fitting for Lucifer. But, you know. Um, and then, anything else you want to cover on that uh no nope. i'll take the silence as no but that works um <laughs> so final thing for trivia um this is season 15 has been announced to be the final season so next season's the last one um there's a lot of sad stories on twitter from the actors all thanking everybody and doing videos together and saying how they're all family now um what are your thoughts on that i know i mentioned this briefly to you um, yeah, I, I get the sadness, but, you know, I'm writing a, a, a sci-fi thriller that you guys might enjoy. 
Nice plug. <laughs> you know, you know, it's about minority characters and everything. They don't die every two episodes, or every episode. <laughs> oh. But in all seriousness, um, it's sad. It really is, and it's. Int- I really want to know what's gonna replace it. Me too. This has because that's you. Sci-fi is a very hard genre to do well, and it's interesting to me that now is the time to end it. Because I would have thought that this show would have gone on until the ratings. I thought so too. I thought I-, I was surprised to hear it, and I'm surprised that. They didn't end earlier, I guess. Like, this thing, they've been out of ideas and out of content for ages now. And maybe that's the prevailing thought at this point, And that's why they're taking it down. But it really feels like they were struggling. And this season especially, they were struggling. It feels like the whole gimmick for this season was um, the 300th episode. And once they hit that point, they're like, hey, cool, we nailed it, let's go. And then they got re- renewed again. And they're like, oh, well, all right, let's... Just make that the last one, I guess. That an ending on. Um, I'm looking 13. at the ratings right now. Oh, how, how are they? Like, cause uh, the ratings for the first season they were averaging about three three million people. Okay, for the very first season of Supernatural. So if you look at the ratings for season fourteen, which we're in right now, they are currently averaging about. Five million. So I, I don't know. Maybe they just feel like it's time to go. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Go. It, 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 the ratings have dropped. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that's the first season. What about like season five or season? Okay. Seven so or season, like right, the first season they averaged about five okay. million at the end of the season. Okay. Okay. Now they're averaging about one million. Ooh. So, yeah, the ratings have dropped. But the ironic thing is, for the 11th season, they were averaging about 1.9. And then for 12 and 13, they were averaging 2 million. What was... So they've been... What was season 11? I don't remember what happened in these. There's been so many, I can't keep them straight anymore. Like, they've been all over the place. They've been pretty much everywhere so the the ratings as we've said have dropped the average viewers have dropped well i mean it makes sense because they're really losing content and i know that one of the things a lot of people who are either not in supernatural or not watching it as frequently or not as um involved in it um or have watched it before but stopped and didn't keep up one of the things a lot of them have said was oh i didn't keep up and it's so daunting now I don't really want to and I'm hearing a lot of negative feedback about it and one thing like I said at one point to someone who had never seen it that um, I enjoyed the series but right now they they're losing content like they're, they're just hemorrhaging ideas out and it's so bad that like it's very clear that they're that they just don't have any and um, they said oh well I'm glad I never got into it and I said you know season one through five are great they're, they're the best ones. After that, it's just, you can tell they have no idea what they're doing. Well, they planned out the first um, five Yep, that's seasons. exactly why. But, no, but Kripke actually said, because he planned on leaving, at, and he did leave after the fifth season. Yep, it shows. And Kripke, Kripke created the whole show. 
So once he left, he was like, uh, I got nothing else. Bye. I am out. <laughs> Good luck with this, guys. Bye. I got my cash cow. I don't need any more. Later. Oh, they're supposed to be doing a ghost facer spinoff. Oh, Lord. There's the spinoff. I wondered I wondered if it was going to come. I wondered what it was going to be. It's, it's a web oh, spinoff. Oh, hasn't not... that been going on for a while, though? Has it? It says so. it's growing up popularity. They considered a spinoff for this. It was supposed to start in 08, but it... Uh, da, da, da. Oh, yeah, you're right. It started in 09. Okay, because I remember hearing about it, but I don't think I ever actually watched it. And then they one. did the anime spinoff. Yep, I saw that. Or I saw about it, never Supernatural. watched it. Supernatural Bloodline. Maybe they'll bring Supernatural Bloodlines oh, back. Cause... No, that's the uh, backdoor spinoff for the women. Oh, nice. Really? They might. It's possible. See, that would be... I don't want to say that would be nice, because at this point, I feel like the Supernatural-verse needs some time to breathe and develop ideas before they start jumping into it again. Um, Wait, no, I'm lying. This, in 2013, the CW announced that there is a spinoff of Supernatural in the works, with the 20th episode of season 9 serving as a backdoor pilot. That was... What is that? No, that was not Wayward Sisters. No, it's not, because Wayward Sisters... Hold on, let's see. Wayward Sisters was cancelled, much to my chagrin. Supernatural. Welcome to Research Podcast, where what? we Google things. <laughs> You're supposed to be talking while well, I do stuff, at least. <laughs> what do I talk about at this point? We've exhausted the supernatural topics, much like their content. Season 9, episode 20. Uh, Dean and Sam learn that the mafia, like monster families, are running the underbelly of Chicago. I don't I remember. I this. don't. Was the thing? It was about. Hold on, let me see if it's a picture. It was the uh, when the monsters were in Chicago and he was in love. It was like a Romeo and Juliet type of story, because he was in love with the girl, but the girl ended up like uh, betraying him and running um, and staying with the family. I think I'm gonna have to rewatch this one. What was that? What season was that? When like when he was having sex with the familiar. Oh, oh, that was that one. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Creepy dude. Yeah, it was in that season. So that was supposed to be for blood. I like lines. how you say having sex with the familiar. Well, meanwhile, I'm like, he's doing a dog. All right. Then it was Samuel Colt. They were talking about a spinoff for that. Um, during production of Supernatural third season, Kripke stated that the writers sometimes discuss the possibility of a prequel set in the Old West, and it would be a spinoff that would follow Samuel Colt in a group of hunters. And then Wayward Sisters, but it was confirmed not to be picked yeah, up. Yeah, I remember that one. So they had quite a few spinoffs. At least talks. I know Supernatural, the anime series, is actually a Yeah, thing. I've seen images and screenshots, but I've never actually watched that one. I don't know if that's out yet, actually. But I've seen, like, announcements about that. It is. Okay. It's out. I know it exists. It's 22 half-hour episodes, and it was released in Japan on Blu-ray uh, in January 12, 2011. Right. Look into that just to see what it's what it's like. And July twenty first, two thousand eleven, it was released in North America. Uh, anything else you want? I was to gonna, just gonna episode? say, are you good with our research topics at this point, or anything else you want to cover? Yeah. <laughs> the meaning of life, maybe. <laughs> I mean, what was it? The meaning 42? of life. Forty two. Forty two. Forty two. 
I was hoping you'd actually pick that pick that one up. Um, all right, you good? Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, so that's all for this overpowered podcast, Geeks of the Machine. I was your host Adelaide with your co-host Jasmine. Uh, you can find us at Real Opie Tweets, Jasmine at Opie Jasmine, me at Op underscore Addy. Uh, you can follow the website at overpoweredentertainment.com. Find us on Instagram at Real Opie Graham. Um, we've got a Facebook. We've got a Discord server. Um, I think everything's linked below. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.